Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Wellness Coach on Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Edie Summers, and I am really excited um, and grateful and honored. Um, today, I have as my guest, Brian Reeves. Brian is an author, blogger, and coach, and we're going to be talking about how you can create a truly conscious relationship and truly live from a place of authenticity and fully being alive. Uh, do you ever flirt just to feel better about yourself? Uh, do you ever go on desperation dates? Do you pursue attractions that you know won't end well? Could you be addicted to hoping someone will complete you? Um, are you tired of needing a man or woman to fill that hole in your chest? Uh, we, we routinely equate our self-worth to the affections and intentions of the sex that we're attracted to. No man or woman equals no worth, and um, I'm going to be talking to Brian today about how we can begin to change this paradigm and also truly um, come alive and live out a truly awake and empowered life. Um, Brian Reeves is a former U.S. Air Force captain turned author, coach, and speaker. Brian Reeves has triumphed through multiple dark nights of the soul after hurling himself into the transformational fires of intimate relationship over and over again. With massive insight gleaned through countless adventures, Brian now coaches men, women, and couples. He is a regular blog contributor to The Good Men Project, Elephant Journal, the Daily Love, Raw Attraction Magazine, Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, Sexy Conscious Awake, and more. His book, The Sex, Flirting, Dating, Hunting, and Hoping Diet, is available on Amazon. You can also find Brian on Facebook, Brian Reeves Official, and we'll be talking a little bit later about how you can uh, work with uh, Brian on a more intimate level if you would like to. So I'm going to welcome Brian into the studio right now. Brian, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? Hi, Edie. I'm wonderful. Thank you. I'm enjoyed to be here. Hi. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, it's a joy to have you here. And I just have to say, um, uh, I found you on thegoodmenproject.com. For some reason, I had put something into the search engines, uh, probably something regarding relationships, and uh, your blog popped up 
um, on there. And mm. the one that I found was <laughs> interesting, isn't that how? And I, I just felt like it was like the perfect uh, blog for me at that time. Um, and so the one that I read was called How to Get Anyone to Fall in Love with You. I think that's the one. Um, uh-uh, so, and yeah. I just, <laughs> dear. <laughs> and you have so many um, great, great pieces of writing, mm. um, I have mm. to say. And um, I was wondering, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I, I, I would love to talk about that article or any of your, your blogs yeah. and you are, you are a blogger. Um, you're also an author yeah. and you're a coach. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and I, and I know that, um, we're going to be, um, primarily focusing today on, um, talking about your coaching and how you co- how you help people and couples who are struggling with intimate relationships and how they can yeah. move toward mastering um, life yeah. and relationships. Um, yeah. I was wondering um, if you could, before we get a, before we get into that, which sounds just yeah. amazing, um, could you yeah. share with us more of your background story? How did you come to where you yeah. are today? Oh, goody! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love our. I love all our journeys. I, I just love that. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can just be sitting in front of someone. We all have a story, right? We've all mm-hmm. got a story. We all have a story. And and mine, um, the, the part I I love to tell about uh, in relation to the work that I do today is. So I'm I'm a 40 year old, 40 years brilliant man, <laughs> and 40 years brilliant. I like that. Mm, I like it too. I'm, I'm, I'm 40, and I'm just waking up. I'm a good person. Mm. Look, I'm a good person. Edie, I was mm. I was raised by women. I had two mothers mm. and three sisters. Um, mm-hmm. I was surrounded by amazing feminine uh, energy my whole life. I had two fathers also, but they were they were mm. kind of holding on for dear life. Um, they were both mm. raised by my two moms, and it was my mom that really held everything together. So I grew up with a really healthy respect and admiration for women in the world and um and and then i i i went into the military and, uh, at age 17 so mm-hmm. i i went from i had like this just really unhealthy orientation to masculine energy like the masculine energy in my life was really just kind of uh, disoriented and, and confused and weak and and um, mm-hmm. and then I had this dynamic feminine energy through mostly through my moms and my sisters and and um, and uh, and then yeah then I went into the military and the military just kind of destroyed me in many ways mm-hmm. and 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 I, I came I came out of the military at 26 I was in the Air Force a captain in the Air Force and I came out at 26 completely dead inside. Like I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't feel. I couldn't. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't really cry. Um, I just couldn't feel anything. And and then I tried. In that context, I tried to do have relationships with women, mm-hmm. and it did not <laughs> oh, go interesting. well. <laughs> it did uh-huh. not go well at all. And. Uh, <laughs> And, and you know what's funny, what's fascinating about that too is growing up surrounded by women, I I I knew how to be a brother to women. I knew how to be a son to women. So I, I knew how to be a friend to women. I had no idea how to be a man for a woman. And mm. and and then 
And then again, just in the, the military just kind of made that even worse in a way um, in, in terms of just driving me into my head, into my intellect, into the, you know, mm-hmm. disconnecting me from my body, which I think is just endemic in the world today anyway. We're disconnected from our bodies and live in our minds and our intellect. So, mm, so true. yeah. So I, I, I did relationships really, really poorly. <laughs> what, now what, I'm, what was okay, that? So that sounded interesting, I think, yeah. Very interesting. Now, I don't know if you were. I'm, I can only imagine there's much. There's much more to your story. I know there is. Um, but I really quickly. Um, yeah. I think there might be a couple points here already. Um, so two things. There. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then I do want to hear more because I think you're you you like you have this, all these other adventures that happened as well. Um, oh, but yeah. so you kind of you kind of mentioned. Um, how the military, um, being in the military sort of kept you in your head. And I'm just curious if you could describe that. A li- in a, are you open to describing that in a little more detail? Yeah, um, absolutely, just, totally. Just for anyone else yeah, maybe who's well, also experienced that. Yeah, well, I think this is core to, to what the modern world is really experiencing. The military is just mm-hmm. an extreme form of that. So we live in a world that we worship the mind. We worship intellect, mm-hmm. rational thinking. Right, we mm-hmm. we dismiss emotions. We we discount what's going on in our body. We don't trust the body. We trust rational thinking, and um and 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 I see that also as a way of of prioritizing uh, masculine orientation towards the world, intellect, rational mm-hmm. thinking, <laughs> over feminine embodied orientation towards the world, which is like direct experience, you know. Um, um, embodied emotional wisdom, heart wisdom. So that's the world well, we live in. Yeah. Right? It is. And then, it is, uh, for better or for worse. For, for uh, yeah, well, I, I definitely think mostly for worse. I mean, not that we want to get rid of the <laughs> intellect and rational thinking, but but mm-hmm. there's no balance to it. We, we don't, we're, we're totally out of balance and, and look at what's happening to our world. I mean, even our own government can't function because you have all of these, these, these. I'm just going to say silly adolescent masculine psychology <laughs> thinking boy boys trying to trying to get along with each other and they can't. Mm. So you know, the, so the, so oh the military, what yeah. the military, what the military does is the military disconnect, you know, boot camp, you know, men yelling at you, screaming at you, scaring the bejesus out of you, breaking you down. And then mm-hmm. turning you into literally, like they're trying to turn you into a machine, what that means is they're trying to disconnect mm-hmm. you even more from your body so that you mm-hmm. can live in the programmed story that they're feeding you. So that I, the, way I, the way I look at it is mm-hmm. you can't take life if you feel connected to life. Mm, I I know I this is a really important point I think because I I think I I think I read you I think I read that you said this somewhere and I this is such I mean what a profound point and I've wondered about that and I know we're not talking yeah. about the military today and that topic but what a profound point and but and again and maybe well, and I think yeah. it is connected isn't it isn't it connected to relationships Absolutely <laughs> it's connected to relationships Absolutely mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. because what happens in relationships, so you have you have, and, and a lot of my work is like the big epiphany in my life was really discovering the dance of masculine and feminine energies, which mm-hmm. is not is not 
it's not about genitals. It's not about what kind of genital you have. You know, if you, just because you have a penis doesn't mean you're masculine. Just because you have a, hmm. the other the, a vagina doesn't mean you're uh, feminine. just want to be mm-hmm. clear about that. We all have these energies in our bodies, but what's happened is we live in a world that totally depreciates feminine expression, collaboration, emotional mm-hmm. wisdom, heart wisdom, embodied wisdom, right? The, I mean, look at what we just do to our, our planet. I mean, we're, we mm-hmm. exploit our planet. We, 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 we mine her for all that she's worth. We, we strip mm-hmm. her. There's this video going around on, youth, on Facebook right now, blowing up on Facebook, mm-hmm. this guy, Prince EA, talking about uh, trees, how we have like cut down 50% of the world's trees in the last 100 years. And oh, that's evidence. Crazy. And we've done it all for a dollar bill. We've done it profit. all for money, for mm-hmm. profit. And this is, again, mm-hmm. and what is, pro- is profit, sort of this idea of adding to our bottom line, rational thinking. Again, we, what do we need trees for? We, we just we really <laughs> need money. Oh, my goodness. What do we need them for? Right? Yeah. And, Gee, and so like, who, this is who kind of happening. <laughs> This is, so this is what's happening kind of on the macro level, on the global mm-hmm. scale, but then you get into, so bring that into an intimate relationship and you have two people mm-hmm. who also are, rational thinking is prioritized over emotional embodied wisdom. So how this often plays out, and I'm just going to take a heterosexual context, um, mm-hmm. because this does play out in, in gay and uh, lesbian relationships as well. Uh, it's a little more subtle, but mm-hmm. in the nuances there are more nuances, but basically in a heterosexual context, man woman, if the man is embodying more of a masculine expression and a woman is embodying more feminine, what happens is the rational thinking is prioritized. So women yeah. are generally taught to well, I like to talk about what I call the stress free box. <laughs> a stress free box. I think well, I think I know. Even though I I don't know what you're gonna say, I think I somehow intuitively I've been there. Really <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, we, we yeah we all have a stress-free box, and basically, mm-hmm. it's like it's like inside that stress-free box, I mm-hmm. can make sense of the world. I kind of know where things belong. I know I know who you are. I know how you're gonna. I know how to kind of work with you, either control you or or I kind of know you know I get mm-hmm. what I want from you inside the stress-free mm-hmm. box. You show up. You show up in ways that I can deal with. Mm-hmm. But humans. You know, and, and feminine energy is like feminine energy. I mean, that is life itself. That is the expression mm-hmm. of life itself. And life is wild and untamable and, <laughs> and, and, and I mean, deliciously all over the place. And <laughs> I like how you say that, Brian. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I like I'm that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm a romantic <laughs> at heart. Ah, uh-huh. okay, go on. <laughs> and so, and so, and so the rational mind, though, can't can't really deal with that. And so whenever that mm-hmm. expression falls outside of the stress-free box, we the, 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 that our masculine kind of orientation that wants to understand and make sense of everything, it, it can't deal with that and it collapses and it mm-hmm. collapses in all kinds yeah. of ways, whether, whether it runs away, we run away or we fight. And basically by fighting, we're trying to get you back inside my stress-free box <laughs> where I can deal with you. Aha. Uh-huh. Now I know. And so, um, and, 
and, and women learn, and women learn. All of us learn. Mm-hmm. Even men, we do that through our own feminine. We do that to our own feminine right. expression. Even as boys, right. we're taught don't be emotional, don't cry, don't don't mm-hmm. act irrational, don't act outside of you know, all, don't don't act outside of the stress-free box, basically, because <laughs> because that's bad somehow. And so what mm-hmm. we do is, and women in particular, I think bear bear this greatly. Um, most women, because they are predominantly carriers of, of feminine energy, not exclusively, mm-hmm. men also, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I think women, women really suffer a lot from this. They cut themselves off of their full expression yeah. because, mm-hmm. because you're, taught, you're taught from a young age that you're too much. Mm-hmm. You're either Absolutely. somehow too much, right? Yeah, you're somehow too much. And but the the sad 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 irony of that is that when you do cut yourself off to fit inside the stress free box, then you become somehow not enough. Mm, interesting. It's sort of the paradox, and it's also yeah. isn't that what masculine energy is craving anyway? Is um, is that kind of unbridled, um, wild, feminine energy? Yes. Ultimately. Yes. We're- well, we, we crave it, and and mm-hmm. in in our immaturity, we're horrified of it. <laughs> uh huh. And I recognize this as well. And and it's all it's this is all good, right? Because I I just have to yeah. say, Brian, that I just really appreciate you talking about this because um, this is something that I've experienced, and I and occasionally I'll even discuss it with my other female friends. But to hear a man say it is really refreshing mm. and and this is not to I'm not about emasculating masculine energy uh-huh. at all. Yeah. Um yeah. there's as as much as as the masculine um looks for that that wild uh, unbridled untamed yeah. energy and feminine energy the reverse is true as well. Um yeah. you know, feminine energy is looking for kind of like that that deeply present um kind of hold yeah. the space witness yeah. whatever happens yeah. energy. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's this isn't it, we're not emasculating anyone or anything here. No. Um, this is about yeah. empowerment, yeah. right? Ultimately, and, and having a dialogue. Absolutely, absolutely, and and yes, I, every man at his core, every masculine being or a masculine woman for that matter, for a woman is more mm-hmm. masculine at her core, but every masculine being is yearning, is is literally yearning, dying to be able to hold. A, a feminine person in her wild fullness. Mm, mm-hmm. So true. We love it's so for true. That and that's why, that's why we're attracted. We are so attracted to that. And, you know, there's this thing, um, there's this idea that, you know, why do men love bitches? Mm. You've heard that? <laughs> I, I'm not sure I have, there's, actually. There's uh, even a book. Where, where does that come from? There's even a book called Why Men Love Bitches. Huh, well, there's this, it's, not, it's kind of like, <laughs> It's not, on, the, on the other side, it's like why women like the bad guy. Mm, I see. Okay. I you know, can, I can nice, now I'm relating now. Mm-hmm. Like the nice guys <laughs> finished last kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? There's sort, of, there's sort of this corollary for men, why men love bitches. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's not that men love bitches. It's just the same as it's not that, that women love the bad guy. It's that mm-hmm. in the case of men, there are no... There are no longer any rituals and any thoughtful, conscious, intentional rituals that initiate boys into manhood anymore. Mm, interesting, huh? So and do you think that's? We, go ahead. 
Is that the disconnect or well, go ahead? Well, it's a huge disconnect and it's a and, and what happens is we instinctively, unconsciously, unwittingly, we use women to initiate ourselves into manhood. Wow. Okay, that is definitely an insight for me. I did um I, I have a lot of insights along the way and I sort of piece together uh-huh. the pieces of the puzzle but I that is one I, I missed. So yeah. um how insightful. And could you could you go a little bit deeper into that? Yes. So I I'll just use my own life as an example. Uh when I was <laughs> okay. when I was twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, no, look I, I, I I have two fathers, good men, mm-hmm. but they really didn't show me, neither one of them could really show me how to be a, a healthy, functional um, adult male. I mean, they just they just weren't present to that. They they just didn't, they, they were holding on for dear life for themselves, as I, mm-hmm. as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have men showing me the way. And so as I, and then I went into the military, you know, which again, it's just not, a, that, that is not a place where conscious masculinity expresses itself that's a very dark side of very strict dark side of of of, mm-hmm. of masculinity that that expresses mm-hmm. itself through in the military so here i am you know i'm 23 24 years old i have a girlfriend who's amazing this really good woman she's actually a few years older than me we communicate well i mean she's just a good she's a good woman and mm-hmm. you know what I did not want anything to do with her. I, I mean, I was like, I couldn't get out of that relationship fast enough. And uh-huh. and the and the woman and the woman here's the woman I chose. A few years later, I'm in France traveling. I'm out of the military, completely dead inside. And the woman I chose, I married. I met and married a woman five weeks after I met her mm. in France, a French woman, and I mm-hmm. chose her. Because I knew that she would destroy me. I knew that she would not meet any of my conditions. I instinctively, even I remember before I got married, in the, in the, like the day before, maybe the day of, mm-hmm. I remember this voice in my head saying, don't do this. But it was very quiet. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. else in me said, no, 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 do this. You want this. This will be amazing. But this little mm-hmm. voice was saying, nope, this is going to destroy you. Mm, and that voice, the irony, that voice, but the, the irony is I needed, I needed something. I needed something to, to obliterate my, my, that adolescent masculine psychology because nothing else was, nothing else mm-hmm. was serving to do that, which is what, which is what rituals have always done. Huh. Very, that's really, actually, that's fascinating. So in a way it sounds like you almost had to go through that marriage and relationship I totally, or no I, I, or you did I did I, I, I did okay. I absolutely had to go through it I, I mean I had to mm-hmm. go through it only because there were no men showing me the way into manhood so mm-hmm. I picked I picked women who would do it the hard way right rather than having <laughs> men rather than having rather yeah. than having thoughtful conscious wise elder men stewarding me into my own mature masculine manhood I didn't have mm-hmm. that, so I chose women who would basically, I mean, literally, in in all indigenous um, manhood rituals, there is a there is a simulation of a death that the boy oh. must go through so that the man can emerge. Oh, oh there my is goodness! A simulation so I, of death. So is that what it takes mm-hmm. then? 
So, well, okay. Take, so, well, look, we'll look at, I mean, look at one of, one of the main things that, that, that young boys are drawn to is war, is battle, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. type of fight. We, we, are, we are drawn to the edge of, of our existence. We flirt with death. We, we drive fast faster than we should. You know, we do dangerous things. We climb high on things where we can fall off. I mean, we do all kinds of things because there's something in our psychology that actually is yearning to to experience death. And it's wow. only in that experiencing of death that the, the, the true mature masculine presence can emerge. Well, um, that is... Um that's mind blowing. I um I did not know this and I am so glad that you brought this up because I, I really hope that this is helping yeah. a lot of um men out there, you know, yeah. young men out there, yeah. older men or anyone. Um and then so I'm I'm actually and again I know this isn't our main topic, but I'm actually a little bit I'm curious about this. So then yeah. in most in most indigenous cultures, um now even like I I'm a little bit familiar with say like shamanism and also yeah. um is it exact so how does a how does a simulated death occur or is it or is that are we getting too off topic there? I'm just I'm just really curious about well, this. I mean, it's a little off topic, but I'll give you just one example. Okay. I'll give you one example. Yeah. So there's a there's a tribe down in the Brazilian Amazon. What they do is one of their rituals um, for for young boys is they there's there's an ant called the bullet ant. Mm-hmm. It is it on, on all of the species of ants across the planet. This ant has the most powerful and painful uh, sting of any ant on the planet. And so boys are one of the, one of the things they have to do in their in their manhood rituals is they have to wear these they make these gloves made out of leaves out of giant leaves and and they place hundreds of these bullet ants inside these leaf gloves and the, the boys have to stick their hands inside these gloves and be bitten by the most painful ant bite on the planet wow. hundreds of them for <laughs> for 10 minutes at a time mm-hmm. and they have to they have to bear this without making a sound like mm-hmm. without without winking mm-hmm. they have to bear they have to bear the pain the extreme mm-hmm. pain Mm-hmm. of this process and they and they have to do it multiple times. They don't just do it once and then they're a man. They have to go through this <laughs> ten or more times. And you actually see throughout a lot of cultures there's a lot of kind of mutilation mutilation rituals, um mm-hmm. scarring okay. rituals. Something that in effect marks a boy's passage into manhood. And and let me also just I, I think what's what's even more interesting is why does that matter? Mm-hmm. Like what does right. death have to do with it? What is right, exactly. I think that's and, what I was and, curious about. Yeah. Well, and so, and 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 here's where it gets fun. So, and this is again what I've noticed <laughs> in my life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've noticed <laughs> in my life. In order for me to be fully present with a woman in an intimate relationship, to really truly mm-hmm. hold her, mm-hmm. I have to I have to hold what I call paradox. I have to hold okay. this paradox. And here's the paradox. I have to be able to deeply, deeply care about her, what she thinks, mm-hmm. what she feels, what she's experiencing, all that, and 
at the same time, I have to not care at all. Huh. Now that's the void. And now why does that matter? Because I think this is where women or what feminine energy gets confused. And we should actually, there's a reason to honor this, right? And what's yeah. the reason? Well, the the reason that I have to be able to care and not care at the same time is, is mm-hmm. this. And this is also where we're confronting death is the only mm-hmm. thing that gives me access to, 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 to managing this paradox. Because here's the thing. If okay. all I do is care, if I'm in an intimate relationship, and this was most of my life, if when all I did was care about what my partner thought or felt about me, can mm-hmm. you imagine what a mess I was, Edie? Because mm. um, my partner's opinion of me is changing, shifting, dancing. I can't do anything <laughs> quite right, or you know. And and in the moment she has a bad opinion huh. about me, I collapse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I I want to okay. run away. I want to fight her. I want to change her mind. I want to. You know, I'm tempted to change what I'm doing. I sell myself out or I try to any anything to, okay. to get her to think differently. Right? That's when I that's when all I do is care. Okay. Which is where so that's that's the one side. Now if I'm living exclusively on the other side where all I do is not care, mm-hmm. well now I'm just a cold, indifferent, unfeeling ass. Right, and this is the man. This is this is the man that can just. This is the guy that checks out in the relationship, or the guy that uses women, um, or the guy that just you know doesn't really care. I mean, he can say mean and hurtful, nasty things and just crush your your mm-hmm. feminine soul. And mm-hmm. with with my lack of of regard and my mm-hmm. lack of love, right? So that's that's the one side. That's the not caring. Now mm-hmm. by does that make sense? You kind of see those two extremes. It does, and I and go ahead. I know you're going to say something else, but um, and I may have to come back to the um, the not caring part, like the void again. But uh, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, so in in confronting this element of death, I what that gives that gives me a freedom. Mm-hmm. See what 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 my masculine essence is, is what one of my gifts and one of the things I'm like the masculinity in all of us, men and women, mm-hmm. is searching for is freedom. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. Freedom from, okay. freedom from constraint, right? We're solving problems. And so what happens is if I'm treating my woman as a problem to solve, as like mm. she is the she she is the source of my freedom or my prison, you know, or my or the mm. burden I have to bear, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. show up very powerfully with her. I'm gonna be constantly right. trying to get her to give me freedom. And mm-hmm. what death yeah. does, what, what confronting mm-hmm. death does, confronting death enables me to be free already, to be free anyway. Uh, I don't need you to experience freedom because death is the ultimate freedom. And so... <sighs> okay. That now, makes more sense. Now, yeah, now I can be in relationship to you and I can both love you deeply and care for you and care what you think and feel and all of that. But at the same time, I'm not dependent on you for my freedom. So I, I also, at the same, simultaneously, I don't care. So I can mm. I can show up for you well. and not depend on you be a certain way. And and the depending on and I I think let's let's take a break right here we're at the bottom of the hour sure and I just okay. let's um, when we come back we can um, let's get really deep into the dynamics of masculine and feminine um, energy and how that um, relates yeah. and manifests in a conscious relationship um, oh, and right. also how you can become how you can become um, 
sexy and awake and kind of living with desire and um, being authentic, um, both in your life and relationships and why this matters and um, just this, all this, this really good and juicy stuff. Like this is um, the reason that I think that we all um, get up in the morning, whether or not we want to admit it. So um, we're going to take a short break here. Um, We'll be right back. You're listening to The Wellness Coach on Block Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Wellness Coach on Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Edie Summers, and I am speaking today with author, coach, and blogger, Brian Reeves. Um, He is a former U.S. Air Force captain, like we were talking about, and now he is a coach. Um, He works with um, couples and individuals, and he's actually, um, we're going to be talking about this in a little bit, Um, he's doing a life and relationship mastery experience, um, helping people um, turn, like, journey toward an exquisite life and magical intimate relationship, which I really love the sound of that. Um, And also, um, what does it mean to truly come alive? Um, Brian has... Um, he's a regular blog contributor to the Goodman Project, um, which is uh, where I originally found him. I found one of his blogs on there, and it's just um, I was just honestly blown away um, by his that, that piece of writing and um, his other writing is just as great. Um, I know he has a lot of uh, a lot of followers um, for his blog. Um, he also writes for the Elephant Journal, uh, the Daily Love, which I don't know if some of you know about the Daily Love, but um, that's. Uh, um, it's kind of a, a fantastic way to get um, like a dose of um, love and inspiration and motivation um, into your inbox every day, pretty much. And um, I think that's run by Mastin Kip. And um, anyway, that's a really great um, website as well. Um, he also writes for Raw Attraction Magazine, Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, Sexy Conscious Awake. I love that. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit more about that um, coming back into our talk here. Um, and also he has a book out. It's called The Sex, Flirting, Dating, Hunting, and Hoping Diet. And actually, and that, you can find that on Amazon. And actually, Brian, um, could you tell me more, like, what about, um, what does Sexy Conscious Awake mean? I mean, I know what it means, but, but if we can describe it a little more. And also, what does your title mean? I love it. It's very intriguing. The Sex, Flirting, Dating, Hunting, and Hoping Diet. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start there. Um, okay. I, I noticed. I, I wrote that book because two years ago, this is when really my my own awakening around my orientation towards feminine energy and masculine energy, like when I really started waking up to to the consequences of my ignorance. And I noticed that at the time I had been, I was using women to feel better about myself. And um, interesting. And okay. I was. And not, and I don't just mean sexually, but I just mean mm-hmm. using feminine energy. I was using the attention of women, using using something, you know, it didn't even matter, just their presence or energy, something, mm-hmm. to, fill up what, to fill up an emptiness that I was feeling. And, mm-hmm. and, and I remember I dated a couple women that in the summer of 2013, I guess it was, and and it just, I just was so, it felt so empty. And, and, and I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I dated one woman. She was an amazing human being, just a beautiful, beautiful person. And I just, 
I just couldn't really connect to the experience. I was using her. <clears throat> and, and again, I wasn't I wasn't using her for sex. I mean, most people think of mm-hmm. just sex. No, I was just using her energy to feel mm-hmm. good about myself. Uh, like, In other words, at the time, I felt like if I have no woman, I have no worth. Mm, okay. And, and I think that's a that's a big that's a big thing that a lot of men suffer from that affliction. Um, okay. Again, mm-hmm. you know, we we put our sense of identity and self worth on the attentions and affections of women. Mm-hmm. And okay. when I really saw that and got clear to that, I thought, oh my goodness, okay, I need to break this pattern. And so I did this mm-hmm. diet. I did this thirty day fast. I called it my thirty day oh, woman fast. <laughs> which uh, which w- women hate to hate it when I say that mostly. Oh, <laughs> oh like, really? Oh, I thought it was kind of funny. Okay. Well, well it's, I think it's funny too. But I mean, what? I was blogging for the Daily Love, and, and this my blog went out to like you know half a million women that that yeah. with that title why I'm why I'm giving up women for thirty days, <laughs> and and women women huh. were like, you know, some some women who didn't read the blog they just read the title said, uh-huh. you know it's it's terrible that guys can't go 30 days without sex. And uh, uh, again, those are, uh, those are the ones that didn't read the blog. Uh yeah, you got to read you got to read the blog. <laughs> got to read the blog. That's, uh, yeah, it's that's just a soundbite otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Huh. They totally were missing the point because the the ones that mm-hmm. did read the blog were actually really amazed. They the, the response I got from women who actually did read what I was going through thought, "Oh my god, I can't believe men go through the same things that women do." Exactly, exactly, and also appreciating, um, appreciating. I just want to say I appreciate you again for just um, having a like, you know, being open to, you know, not only um, the feminine experience but also um, your own, your own experience, and just like being open to being, like you say, conscious like of it, and um, that's. Yeah. We have to have more. We all have to have more respect and appreciation. That's something yeah. else, but that's another conversation. But um, okay, go on. So, <laughs> well, so that's where so that's where your title came from for your book. That's where my title came from. Yeah, I, I did this thirty uh, day fast. It ended up, it ended up being thirty seven days because I fell off the wagon <laughs> on day seven. And, okay. and, and yeah, I huh. fell off the wagon and I landed on top of this really beautiful woman. <laughs> Uh, well, now, and <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. But again, it it's, like, it's like okay. <laughs> I just I have to say I don't know if you there. I don't. I can't remember the title of this, but there's actually a there's a CD that Deepak Chopra put out with a whole bunch of other like luminaries, and it's all in desire. And it's just like we. It's kind of like what we are. And I think when we disconnect from it or we disown ourselves yeah. from it, that's when trouble happens. Anyway, go ahead. So. Well, yeah, and 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 what what really was what really was beautiful about the experience is that I reconnected to an authentic desire, not ah, not the uh-huh. desire I was using to just feel better about myself, not well, the that's, not that's the need desire. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I mean mm-hmm. I remember I had this experience after about I think after about two weeks I remember walking through Whole Foods in Santa Monica, which there are so many beautiful women in that Whole Foods. And I remember I walking through it. the Whole Foods. But I, but I had, you know, I had this, like, I, I mean, the rules were no loitering in the produce section, you know, trying to get a woman to notice me. No, That's your own, you know, there was no, your own rules. Huh? Those are my rules. Well, this was my fast. It was like no using women, uh-huh. no trying to get attention, no trying to get anything from them. 
and mm-hmm. no trying, you know, my sexuality, no trying to get women to, to scratch my itch, so to speak. <laughs> and so I remember right. walking yeah. through the Whole Foods, allowing my sexual energy to just be, allowing that Ooh. hunger to be, and nice. not needing anyone to do anything about it was mm-hmm. exhilarating. It was exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Like I, could, I wow. just got to be, I just got to be the energy with no focus on doing anything about it, but just being it, expressing it. I remember walking through this Whole Foods and um, I, I just wanted to, I literally, like my whole being wanted to fuck the entire world. <laughs> and it was, now see, I love it was that. Exhilarating. That's fantastic. And then, and then how do you, okay, go ahead. How do you, out of that, I don't mean to cut you off. I just, I love that. That energy is, is amazing. And then out of that, what happened? I'm just curious, like, did anything happen at Whole Foods or is it more just that you felt that and then, and then obviously you met someone after that? Nothing happened. It was just the energy. Yeah, the the milk jugs started exploding and there was... (laughs) And, yeah. <laughs> and the and the the poultry came alive and started running through the Whole Foods. Life life began again. Okay. No, I, no, nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> just, it, what, what happened? Happened. Was, what happened? Hmm. What happened was I felt so alive. Mm. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. What happened is I yeah. felt so invigorated and alive. And mm-hmm. and I guess that that I mean think about it like that. That that expression of I wanted to fuck the world. What I mean by that is I wanted to mm-hmm. give my gift of me, of all of me, to the world. I was not concerned yeah. in that moment of of what I was getting from the world or from other people. I was only in the space of, wow, I feel amazing. How can I show up and just give myself to the world completely? Wow, that's massive. That that's is. Huge. That is that's huge. I love that, and it's also it's kind of it's kind of reminding me of like masculine energy and life force, right? Like, isn't that kind of yeah, what it is? Yeah. On that part Definitely. is sure. that, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that's that's fantastic. And then, how can two people in an intimate relationship? We'll take uh, just for example, a man and a woman. Yeah. How can they, yeah. in a conscious way, interact with one another? And both get what they need, and at the same time keep this energy alive. Like for the for the masculine energy, yeah. it's just the energy that you just expressed, um, and for yeah. the for the feminine energy, it's more like being really receptive and open and wild, and just you know um, allowing yourself to be yeah. you know embody that feminine energy. How do how do those two people interact? Like, what are some practical tips? <laughs> well, that's keep... that's both a that that's both a huge question. And um, I mean, I, I know you, you you took a you took a really huge question, and, and then you threw in uh, how can, what are some practical tips? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I just I, I can't help it. I just you know I'm I thinking I'm trying to think how the listener is thinking um, yeah. because people are always looking for how is this going to help me or benefit me, and I wa- I really want people to not only be inspired here um, because we're also we're talking about yeah. what it feels like to be alive, right? Like what does it truly yeah. feel like to be alive, whether from a masculine um, point of view or a feminine point of view, and then also, what do you do with that? Um, yeah. How do you how do you get what you need, and how do you experience, you know, um, how do you yeah. ex- you know experience joy and bliss and all of that and freedom? Well, well, the thing, the thing, yeah, and the thing that the only thing that that I just want to uh, before I offer some practical thoughts about it, I just want to <laughs> emphasize that 
we are mm-hmm. all at different stages of our evolution in expressing our natural, authentic gifts. And mm-hmm. okay. so depending on where we are in our lives and in our evolution, the tips I, the tips I might offer might not make any damn sense. Mm-hmm. So, right. That's um, true. But, but, the, but, but even having said that, I do want to, I do want to, I mean, in the end, all any of us, I believe, because this is all I've ever wanted, all mm-hmm. I have ever wanted is to be seen for who I truly am and to, and to show up in the world and to express the authentic brilliance that is uniquely me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. I mean, that is, that is, that's my sweet spot of living. And that's, I mean, you see that in my blogs and my, my writing. I just, in my writing, I just show up and I say, this is who I am. As close as mm-hmm. I can figure out that to be. And, right. and that rawness, being raw. And, you know, in couples, so when I do, I work with couples and I do, uh, and I love working with couples because I get to work with both people. I get to work with both sides of the dynamic. Mm-hmm. And usually what happens, a couple in crisis, and a crisis could be chaotic or a crisis could just be stagnancy, mm, right? That's a yeah. crisis too. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, mm-hmm. years of years of stagnance, stagnation. That's the word, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's another kind of crisis. But what happens is you have two people that are that are just have no idea of of the dynamic that's taking place. They have no idea what they're. They don't even know how to communicate their needs mm-hmm. to each other. They don't even know how to communicate what it is they want to give to each other. They don't even know what it is they want to really give to each other. And they're both like, it just chaos ensues. And that seems to be like the state mm-hmm. of things, either chaos or stagnation or, or yeah. hurt and suffering and pain or quiet desperation, whatever. That seems to be the mm-hmm. rule of, of modern relationships. And so <laughs> what I, Sadly, I, it's what true. I, <laughs> I know. I know. And so what what I what I usually the, the starting point when I'm working with couples is 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 getting a clarity around do you identify more with masculine energy or do you identify more with feminine energy? Like where is your joy? Where is your thrill? Do you mm-hmm. do you love being competitive? Do you love playing with ideas and thoughts and bottom lines and and um and solving problems like is that your gift is that the thing that excites you do you love you know do you like do you need your space a lot do you does relationships sometimes feel constricting i mean so i kind of get get clear about well first off which which essence do you identify with more mm-hmm. and because what happens is an intimate relationship we come together to complement each other with those energies with those expressions mm-hmm. And in our modern-day culture, most people are conditioned to want to come together and offer masculine energy. And you have two people in a relationship offering masculine energy, both people wanting to kind of, you know, that's the power struggle, wanting to control the dynamic, wanting to say, make the decisions or, you know, or, uh, and, and it, just, it just doesn't work. So I start... You know, one of the things that, that women find really challenging, but uh, and feminine women in particular, they find it really challenging, but it's actually a really powerful way of eliciting masculine energy from your partner and mm-hmm. allowing yourself to stay in your feminine energy is mm-hmm. make less decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, I'm taking it notes. Could be as simple, it, could, it could be as simple as <laughs> where are we going for dinner? 
Mm-hmm. Right. I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many women, how many strong, <laughs> independent thinking women are mm-hmm. exhausted by men that can't even decide where to take them for dinner. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but I, part I of the can re- relate to that. Part of the re- can you relate to that? Well, part I, of the I reason can. why yeah. is that these men are accustomed to women who decide. Taking charge. Mm-hmm. They'll take charge because the man... Yeah. Because if he's not going to, then, gosh darn it, I, woman, will. <laughs> and... Um. And yeah. it just it perpetuates that it's that and, imbalance. And I I think that's a I think that's a really great tip. And I'm I'm not even very fond of the word tip, but I just um but I I think you know we're looking here for insights and also just yeah how can we relate to one another in an authentic yeah. way and in a conscious way. And so kind of, this kind of comes back full circle to what we were talking about in the beginning. Um, I have a question as a feminine woman: How does a yeah. a woman in a relationship? Um, get us uh, get out of that stress free box without because I find that that causes me stress. To I'm aware of the stress free box box now that you especially mm-hmm. have defined it, but I I mm-hmm. think I am afraid to go outside of it because I I feel like I have been conditioned to yeah. don't don't test that, and which is yeah. is completely disempowering. Um, and yeah. I I I don't feel like myself in so many of these yeah. relationships because. Yeah. I feel like I've yeah. been quote unquote trained to stay inside the, the stress free box. And at the same time, my my intuition tells me that this guy is looking to be challenged, but I I don't feel like yes. like I'm the woman yeah. to do it. Do you know what I mean? So I totally know what you do you have any suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you are you in a relationship now? No, not currently. No. So well, and, the, oh, so here we go. We're being coached. It's it's this is good actually. <laughs> well, one one of the things that I think one of the easiest things and the most important I think for, for, for women in particular to do is to um Edie, what do you do regularly that makes you feel like a woman? Mm, good question. Do you mean inside a relationship or just in general? Nope, nope, I mean in general. In general. Um just oh my goodness. No see now see we're getting very personal now. So I have to make sure that I don't shut down because that's usually <laughs> what I do. Um Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. hmm, interesting. And, Let's see. <laughs> and you're um, totally safe. It's just me and everyone who's listening. <laughs> well, <this laughs> and we all love you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's very sweet. And actually, I this is this actually is a pain point for me. So I I appreciate this, and I mm, just you know I did not plan yeah. for this to happen. Um, but I yeah. I do hope this helps somebody. Um, and by yeah. the way, anyone who hasn't called in should call in because you're getting like free coaching from Brian here. But um, okay, let's see. Okay, I, to be honest, I'm spacing out a little um, because I think I'm experiencing intense fear <laughs> around answering this. But um, I would say that I'm very creative, and I need uh-huh. to work on being more receptive. I feel like that's where I get stuck. Is normally I'm a very feminine, receptive type person. Although, of course, I work in the corporate uh-huh. business world and all of that, but I think I live. I'm very. I love to. I love to be inspired. I love nature. Um, I love to just kind of bliss out on inspiration. I don't even know if that's answering your okay. question, but that's kind of who well, I am, like on my own. <laughs> well, well, for example, like nature. When you walk in nature, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a great one. Yeah. Actually, I, that's one that I do hear okay. from women sometimes when I ask that okay. question. I hear dance. I hear dancing a lot. I like dance. Mm, or I like okay. Paint. Yeah. I like the, usually they are things that are that are embodying. They're not intellectual yeah. pursuits. 
They're yep. more embodied practices, creative using right. the body in some way. And so um, one of the things that you can do uh, to uh, to really stay connected to your to your deep wild feminine nature is just do the things that that connect you there that make you feel your femininity that are authentic connections to your femininity so walking in nature um, make sure mm-hmm. you do that as much as possible right mm-hmm. um, uh, a lot of women when I ask them this question they blank. A lot of them blank yeah. at first. And then they might okay, say, well, you know, I actually I love to dance or I used to paint a lot or I get, mm-hmm. I get those answers a lot. And then I'll ask mm-hmm. them, well, how often do you do it? And some of them mm-hmm. will say, well, you know, like I dance maybe once a month or maybe I danced mm-hmm. a few months ago. Or You have to you have to do these things every you – it's really about being you. It's about being authentically you, the deepest, juiciest, most delicious expression of you – that's what mm-hmm. the planet needs. That's what mm-hmm. men are aching for from you, even if they don't know it. And and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I do believe that more and more men are waking up to their own, like myself. I mean, I, when I was in my mm-hmm. young thirties, I didn't know it for sure. But now, mm-hmm. uh, at forty, I am starving for a woman in her fullness, and mm-hmm. a woman in her fullness go. is a is a woman who does the things that make her feel like a woman every single day. I mean, she lives mm-hmm. from her womanhood. She can still have a job and be in business, but she brings her femininity through her in service of what she's doing in the world and not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not as a not as a sort of a, a little side project that she does sometimes. A <laughs> side project. Um, I actually really appreciate you saying that, and I, I've often thought that, yes, there is an imbalance in the world between masculine and feminine energies, and I do feel like um, <clears throat> women have to kind of step up to the plate. You know, we haven't, we keep complaining, you know, how you know, masculine energy is kind of dominating, but we're not doing as much as we nearly could to kind of balance it out again. So I appreciate yep. you saying that. You know, we can't we can't point a finger at um, we all we can do is look at ourselves and just and give ourselves permission yeah. and um, and and who cares what the outcome is? Like um, I think that's where I get stuck in, yeah. in a in an intimate relationship is the outcome, but you it's yeah the the rewards are worth it. Um, so in my experience, well, and, 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 and <laughs> go ahead. Well, and if I might say, outcome is is again is a is a is a masculine mode. Of being outcome orientation. What is the product? What's the result going to be? Okay, yeah, good point. Good point, Brian. (laughs) Um, Well, but we're trained. We're trained. We're trained in that. So we're trained to to outcome. But what about just being the truth of who you are in this moment? Just expressing, just Mm -hmm. being who you are in this moment. I mean, that is that's the. I think that's the great invitation of our time. Again, we're coming back to what we started at the beginning. The reason our 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 oceans are filling up with plastic and our and our our airs being polluted and and our waterways or our food systems exploited and uh, all because we're all outcome oriented we're all masculine mm-hmm. bottom line outcome oriented and we're mm. sick because of it <clears throat> yeah i couldn't agree more and um i just wow i that's really actually it's really insightful and really helpful um for me and i know for a lot of other people too and yeah let's just be um be fully present and and really inhabit um being conscious and awake and 
and live with desire and um, live with, um, like, be excited to be alive. Like, I, I yeah. feel like there's some people that don't feel excited. Um, and we should be pretty excited. There's a lot to be, um, there's a lot yeah. here. Yeah. Um, well, when, when, yeah. We, we could talk, we could do in a whole other hour. Yeah, we could. We could. Um, so I wanted to, okay, first of all, let's talk about your, okay, you have a course that's coming up in, uh, is it June? Or it's a program. Yeah, it's a program. starting it. Um, it's, a, it's a program. Yeah. It's like a coaching and, program, a small group. Mm-hmm. And your and it so it's called the Life and Relationship Mastery Experience, um, a six-month yep. journey towards an exquisite life and a magical, intimate relationship. And I yeah. just absolutely love that. And and you you have um, there are twenty spots available, so not a lot. Only um, that's right. Only twenty, but you actually are like for anyone who's listening, um, you are going to let them know a way that they can work for you that's even um, more um, motivating. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about that. Well, so, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, I've been, I, I, this, I'm launching this six-month program, and it's really like a group, a facilitated group of, of 20 inspired people that are dedicated, that truly are interested in working towards creating an extraordinary life for themselves and magical, intimate relationships. Um, and uh, I'm really excited about it. We're going to, we're going to, uh, just, it's really about, again, all the things that we've been talking about in this conversation, which by the way, Edie, mm-hmm. I think this has been one of my favorite, um, interviews so far. I think this uh, was, this has been really good. So thank you. You've been you've done awesome. an amazing job at, at, at helping thank us you. move through this. And, and um, it. yeah, this, this has been, a, I've really enjoyed this. And so well, you're welcome back anytime. Months, so go ahead. Go on. Thank you. Well, that, for the six month program, and I know we only have a few minutes minutes left here, and I just mm-hmm. uh, pretty much everything we've been talking about is what we'll be exploring in, in both relationship mm-hmm. and daily life for six months, starting in June. And anyone who's listening, so I'm 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 offering this program twenty people only, and I have thousands of readers, so I know this is going to fill up quickly. Um, I'm offering tens of it, thousands. Uh, Go ahead. Ten, yeah, yeah, tens all over of the thousands. World. Yeah, all over the world, and so. Um, I'm offering it for the full price is fourteen ninety seven, so one thousand four hundred ninety seven. But I'm giving a five hundred dollar discount mm-hmm. early bird to anyone listening to this. So it'd be only nine ninety seven for six awesome. months to do this program, yeah. and it involves it involves coaching calls with me. It involves um, uh, uh, Q and A, live Q and A, hot seat uh, coaching kind of stuff. Um, assignments and accountability and practices and journaling and and all, all this good kind of stuff. So I don't have time to go into all the details now. But if anyone is interested, um, they can just. I think you put you're putting my website right on the. Yeah. So the if page. you're on the show page, yeah, your brianreeves.com <laughs> is on there. And then also, what's your email, Brian? You were saying that's another good way my to get hold of you. Yeah. Email me at info info at Brian, it's Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N-R-E-E-V-E-S.com, Brian Reeves, Brian with a Y, info at BrianReeves.com. Just email me there if you're interested. Uh, like I say, I'm, I'm just getting it all together, and I'm really excited about it. It's a, uh, it's my excitement, and this is information, clearly, if you've been listening to this interview, I'm so passionate about it, and 
It's mm-hmm. a healing for our, our own lives, our, our relationships, but also for the planet, this work. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Um, that's, and, that's yeah, and yeah. I mean, Brian, and you just, and obviously, I mean, you're the guy to work with because you've been through it. And um, I just, I think people would be extremely fortunate um, to work with you on an intimate level. Um, So, and also if you come to the show page, um, Brian has some free gifts on there. So there's brianreeves.com, my free gifts, and he's got some actually really cool gifts on there. So I highly recommend you go check that out too. And um, now I know we're we're ending here. I I had to go. I know we said um, an hour. Um, so huh? we're we're coming on the, the we're coming to a close here. But I just want to thank you so much, Brian, for being here, and thank you so much for the work that you're doing and for being brave enough to you. be yourself and yeah, and to put yourself out there you. and just um. You are an amazing writer, and you're a fabulous coach too. So um, I just really appreciate yeah. your time and energy. And you know, I said, you're, like I said, you're welcome back anytime. So, um, and everybody, go um, go work with Brian. There are only 20 spots, but um, that would be, I'm sure, a huge um, honor for people. And and obviously, people Thank will get results with you. So, um, thanks, Brian. And I will it's been see an you honor online at some point. Thank you so Wonderful. much. I'll Thank talk you. to you soon. All right. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Wellness Coach on Block Talk Radio. Um, Thank you so much for listening today, everyone. And um, I appreciate you listening, and um, that was just such a really great experience for me. And there's always so much to learn from... um, you know, these um, really amazing uh, guests that I have on. And I really hope that you, um, if you want to follow The Wellness Coach, feel free to do so. We have um, really other great interviews coming up. Um, I'm actually sharing, I got permission to air um, the interview that I did with celebrity chef Sam Talbot that's coming up on Sunday. And um, I I interviewed him for Mind Body Green, and now I'm airing the interview, so that's kind of cool. So come check that out. And um, go check out um, Brian's program. Um, It just looks absolutely amazing. Again, go to brianreeves.com. Um, to and also check him out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Brian Reeves official. And again, for anyone who's listening on their their mobile devi- devices, it's B R Y A N R E E V E S, and then official if you're on Facebook. So Brian Reeves official, and then also brianreeves.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you again soon. Um, take care. Bye bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.